Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman, and I am with... Jake Freho. Jake Frito. Joe's all fired up uh, this I, morning. I am I'm really fired up. scared. I kind of want a divider on this. And, and by Why? the way, oh, and he put up Fed Boy just above Jake, for those of you that are on the audio version. Um, Max is on vacation. We're not upset at Max being in Hawaii at all. Are we, are we fellas? Are we, are we upset about Max being in Hawaii? I he went to Disney World. No, he's in Hawaii. Oh. No. He's on the beach. He's chilling with his family. Uh, he's just hanging out. Drinking Mai Tais. You know, I, I, I do. He, you know, he hasn't taken a vacation like this in quite some time, and so he's going to be off until um, January 11th. He'll be back on the 11th. He's going to pop in every now and then, mostly probably at night where he just makes a guest appearance, but he's not on right now. So I want to I tell you, today's episode is going to be about the world having enough of the new normal. There's a lot going on. There, there's, I'm actually excited about it. I'm excited about it. Now, most of my excitement is because I recognize that the U.S. is the only place that is allowing what is happening in the United States to happen. Like the, the, the rise, the, the massive rise in criminality that's happening in our uh, country, the, the, the elected, the, excuse me, the selected leaders based on fraudulent election machines. And let me tell you something, people. The election was stolen in 2020. It was stolen in 2021. The voice of the American people is in peril, has been for quite some time. Please hit the mute button on your thing. It's um, is in peril. And, and we're, we're headed down a pathway where 2022 is the year of accountability. It's the year of accountability. Things are going to get, we are going to take a stand in 2022. I was listening to Tucker Carlson last night talk about just the craziness of what the mainstream media and the tech world is doing. Joe Rogan is now um, being censored and banished from different platforms for saying step away from Twitter. There is an attack on the sensibilities of Americans all day, every day. And here's what I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you as I'm staring at this camera. And yeah, I showed up fired, fired up this morning. Didn't I show up fired up? Fired up is a very light word. Yeah. I it mean, was like 2022 energy, but like BDE all mixed in there. <laughs> so we, we are headed into 2022, and I'm really excited. And I know, so there was this uh, piece of trash journalist that's an Antifa journalist that for the, the Colorado Times recorder that wrote an article about the fact that the, the fair use is allowed to be used for um, videos that I that I created on YouTube and he said yeah Joe Oltman uh, personally uh, tried to get us under fair use not to be able to um, use these videos or put these videos on the Colorado Times recorder he wrote an entire article about it that was his article literally two days ago guys listen to me you ready for this 
That was his article two days ago about me. In it, he called, he's just setting his own stage. He said that I have not sued him yet, yet being the optimal word. Right? Does he want you to sue him? I guess he does, which is fine. Hmm. I'd love to. It'd be really fun. But, and I, and I probably will. I mean, it, it, what's really strange about all of this is that these pieces of trash on the left, these pieces of trash, and he's nothing but a piece of trash. I, I don't even want to say his name, Eric something or other. So totally unimportant. Mr. $5 an hour uh, journalist, um, Antifa journalist. So uh, he wrote this whole article. While, while we're up in Boulder helping the fire victims, do you think he ever wrote an article about what's happening in Boulder with all the people in Boulder? No. Do you think that ever happened? No. No. Never. No. And by the way, instead of talking about helping people in uh, Boulder that are adversely affected by fire, um, do you know what they're doing? They attack the person that is doing something. Uh, yeah, because why not? Why not attack the organization that is literally on the ground delivering over 2,000 uh, cases of water that is helping people, that is putting people with host homes, that is writing checks to families that need help? But no, no, no. What's better is that they get to attack me for standing up for American values because they don't want you to have American values. So let's talk about the un-American values, Jake. Can we talk about that for a minute? Where do you start? All right. So we, we, we've got a bunch of things that have happened. We should probably talk about what's happening in, Cal, in uh, New York City. No, I, I'd actually say that uh, starting, starting with uh, saying, you know, why, why are we not doing something and you know, other places in the world are starting to pop off, what is, what is the line that uh, hard times create strong men, which creates good times, right? And then with good times create weak men. And we're at the end cycle of that. As a country, the United States is at the end cycle of that, and that's the mountain we need to get over. But, I mean, just last night, Kazakhstan, did you see what's going on in Kazakhstan? Yeah, and I think we have some videos of this, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So Mr. Produ Mr. Producer, we have some videos. Kazakhstan is in flames right now, and for really the doubling of fuel prices. Nothing, I mean... That, that was the push. His fuel prices doubled over the past few days, and they have steamrolled all of the government buildings. They actually lit the president's house on fire last night, and they've seized the airport, okay, which so is funny because the same government 12 hours ago said the government will not fall. And yet they've lost the airports. They've lost their, you know, uh, their institutions. And these, by the way, are citizens. These are not military personnel. These are average, everyday citizens of that country that have had enough of this world regime, this world government, this, this Bilderberg, this George Soros, these, these pieces of trash who frankly are trying to create this world environment that basically weakens and enslaves the people. One of the things that Tucker called, talked about, and by the way, I want to say this because I think it's important that we say this. I don't, I don't agree with a lot of things that Tucker says. I, I agree less with what Hannity says because Hannity goes one direction and then goes back the other. And it's all because that Fox News gets to put, set the parameters. Fox News gets to set the parameters. Fox News gets to be the ones to say you can or cannot talk about this or that. Now, I think that Tucker's a very, very smart man. Very, very smart man. 99% of the time, I probably agree with him. I don't agree with the fact that he doesn't use his voice effectively to talk about things that he should be talking about, even if he doesn't know about it. So if you don't know about technology, then don't sit here and tell me that an election wasn't stolen. Because the people that know about technology and know about those things related to how these election machines work know that the election was stolen. 
And now, by the way, the people that, as we had the caller two days ago, said the same thing. Every single day, I'm going to talk about election fraud. Because that is actually the problem. The problem is we've had people installed in government. Government is bloated. And as Tucker says, big governments don't treat the people well. And what you have in Kazakhstan is a big government. That's a perfect example of the consequences that they can face. And right now they're hiding behind this shield of uh, propaganda and, 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 and mind control of the people that such things can't take place. And as I said 12 hours ago, the government said the government will not fall and now the citizens have seized an airport. Yeah, so before we go into that, I'm going I'm to uh, give a thanks out and a, and a shout out to our sponsor. Um, you know, our sponsor is Air Medcare Network. Um, everyone needs to make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency, no matter what the cost. Um, but we, what we do not think about is the things that are not covered in a medical flight. So a flight, if you were hurt on the street and a, and a medical flight had to come in, um, we don't think about the high deductibles and co-pays either. So AMCN, uh, Air Medcare Network, is really important. It's an emer- if an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Um, it does cover the entire household for as little as $85. As a listener to the show, you can actually also receive a Visa gift card in the amount of $50, um, up to $50 with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and input the code daily on there as well now you don't have to use the slash daily you can just go to it but i mean obviously for them they want you to do that i mean it helps us track um how many of our um, conservative daily family are members i am also a member i'm a member at the different level too just below it when you get inside of it you'll see that um they do have you do have the ability to get transported from state to state if if uh, back to your home state if something happens in the state when you're visiting so um yeah, so uh, let's get back to Kazakhstan. So, uh, Mr. Producer, uh, B1, please. Image B1. Kazakh president's home ablaze as protests escalate. Their, their, their narrative has changed quickly. Yeah, and by the way, there's an internet blackout in Kazakhstan yeah, right they now. Turned off, they turned off the internet. Yeah, and, and what they think that that's actually going to make a difference. What's happened, though, is the people there are creating little pods and groups. We've talked about this before in the United States and the fact that our intelligence community is riddled with very, 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 very corrupt and evil people. Um, and the same thing could be happened there. They shut off the Internet. There's you know, some, getting some of this stuff out um, has been very difficult. The story's out very difficult. The um, AP... Um, and Reuters has people that are trying to get on the ground there, um, but they're also being shut out. Um, there are shots being fired. There are people being killed, and the people there don't care. And I, I don't believe that people have rights to weapons there. No, right? they don't. They don't. No, they don't. So people are being shot by people in the government. If you could put up cut to uh, Mr. Producer, B2. We begin with a developing story. Protesters have reportedly stormed and set fire to government offices in Kazakhstan's largest city, Almaty. The violence comes as mass demonstrations over surging fuel prices in Kazakhstan entered a fourth day. Last night, thousands marched in defiance of a curfew and ban on mass gatherings. Police, they used tear gas and stun grenades after crowds refused to disperse. Windows were smashed and roads blocked. The president has declared a state of emergency in two regions and said some price caps on fuel would be reinstated. The Central Asian country's cabinet was earlier fired in a bid to head off the unrest. 
Let's return now to our top story and get the very latest sure. from Emily Sherwin in Moscow. And Emily, just to remind our viewers what we're talking about here um, is these tensions. So, so listen, th this is pretty scary stuff. I want to I just draw a conclusion for everyone that's listening. Hit the share button. And by the way, when you're done with this, share the audio version, share the rumble version and your social media. It's time that we get the message of truth out to everyone. And we're, we're not anticipating that we're going to be put up on a... Um, uh, that they're going to want us to ever come back to YouTube. We're not even on YouTube. No. Um, or that I will ever be given another audience on Twitter. But what is very evident, what is very evident is that the voice of reason, the voice of res restoring sensibility in this country is being cut off. You have Joe Rogan who stood out there with Dr. Malone and who Dr. Malone, I don't know, did you see that, that cut of Dr. Malone? I saw pieces of the interview. It's full three hours. Yeah. So the reason why I'm saying that is Kazakhstan is they've had enough as people. And the government, do you hear what they just said? They said that caps on fuel prices will be reinstated. I want you to pay attention to this because it's all a control. It's all controlled by the government. And these governments literally are talking to each other on how they can control the people. And the people are just tired. But it gets down to resources, too. Do you know what uh, Kazakhstan's number one... Uh, uh, what the number one producer of worldwide? No. Ur uranium, uranium. More than four of the other top combined, they produce more uranium. And so again, it's it's these governments, these totalitarian governments that have been put in place by foreign equity, right? Yeah. China uh, seizing all of these Middle Eastern and, and Southeast Asian Asian countries for their resource purposes. We saw it with Afghanistan for lithium. Uh, the the people have been sold out and here's a perfect example of them having their breaking point that for some reason in this country we we haven't gotten there yet or we have not been able to get the people to see it but a few people in shiny ivory ivory towers get to dictate the well-being and 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 life of everyone else beneath them and now it's starting to turn the tide is starting to turn the narrative is breaking and well, and, and we got we we have to we have to remember that the the tide is turning in such a way that you can't you can't you can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's not possible to put the genie back in the bottle, Mr. Producer. We have we have a couple more cuts that I want to uh, that I want to play, if we can, and that is the uh, um, the uh, which which cut is that? Is that cut two? Cut cut B three B three. Sorry, guys. It's a lot of people. So this just says riot police threw tear gas and stun grenades to disperse crowds as marches turned violent. Just so you guys that are listening on the audio version, we're watching videos of thousands chants anti-government slogans demanding the resignation of the cabinet. Um, they did get the resignation of the cabinet, but that's not enough to quell the unrest because it's not just, and, and here's, the, here's the national narrative. We're watching the uh, pipelines. 
um, it's not just the fuel prices. They're they're not they're, the lower fuel costs are not actually calming them because they're not upset with it. And by the way, here's uh, police trying to take people away. Yeah, and they're stuffing people in vans. Looks just like the CIA and FBI in the United States. Pretty similar to it, don't you think? I think it's all fun, you know, how it's all done under the guise of, all of this originated under the guise of curfew, right? Yeah. And now, now that the consequences are starting to stack up with surges in prices and, 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 and that being used as the excuse and then clamping down on all, all fac facets of life, now, now, comes the, now comes the military. Now comes complete control by a military entity. Yeah, so you will see, you will see that. Um, let, let's go to uh, it, cut it, four if we can. No, yep. uh, no let's. Uh, uh, the whole dynamic of it actually reverse engineering what one would expect worldwide. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're looking at nothing being done here in the United States, and then now you have these other countries that almost stood by quietly. You know, much of the rhetoric I've heard is that the rest of the world is waiting to see what America does. And now we're starting to see that the rest of the world is actually tired making, of waiting. Tired of waiting. Yeah. They're tired of waiting. And I think America is going to be the last to the last to the show with all of this. And so France, France is dealing with its own problem in that uh, Macron or Macaroon, whatever his name is, was going on and has pretty much labeled the unvaccinated the others. Okay. So, Mr. Right. Producer, if you could pull up the cut of Macron uh, making li life miserable or image uh, Macron saying he's going to make life miserable for the unvaccinated. It's eerie how it's reverse engineered this time around that it's the most, uh, I don't want to say deprived because Kazakhstan is actually, uh, you know, a, a, a developed country. But it's it's the ones with lesser prominence in the world that are making the moves first. You look at Australia, you look at all these other countries like the United States, and nothing uh, is happening. Do we have a video for that, or no? Okay. So so listen, we're we're trying to get as much cuts in as possible. I think we have a ton here, but let's let's actually shift from Kazakhstan to, to another uh, part of the world that frankly has been more American than I think most of America has been in standing up for freedoms and freedom. Um, but this is a sad story. In Australia, um, the protests have turned desperate, and some of the people have turned desperate. And some of them, you know, they call it mental health. And I will tell you that there, when, when despair becomes the, the norm, when people start seeing the truth, and despair becomes the norm, you start seeing some of the things that happen. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and put up a, um, A1. A2, please. So a man in Australia, um, I don't know how, I, I guess we can't see it with this. Self-immolated. Go ahead, go ahead and put up, let's just do play the uh, cut, cut one. Wow. This guy sitting on the road there, he's yelling out, no vaccine passport, no digital ID. He's just blowing his car up. Burn himself and shit. Hell, Melbourne. Dan Andrews, that's on your hands, you dog. 
You know, this is the stuff that, that kind of breaks your heart, right? As if people get to the point and you have, you have a massive amount of bullying and you have a massive amount of just evil behavior by the radical left all over the world. Breaking people's mental health. Yeah, and, and frankly, when you, what, what's happening in Kazakhstan is something similar that's happening in many other parts of the world, and that is people are just sick and tired of the people inside of government and the radical left and their little followers, their little minions. You know, I, I know that, frankly, I get tired of it. I, I never get to that point. I let people say whatever they want about me. But most of the people that run their mouths are just a bunch of basement-dwelling terrorists, right? And I had a nice conversation with um, a friend of mine who's, you know, a Democrat. I, matter of fact, I just met him a couple months ago. And, you know, uh, he started out hating me, like most people do on the radical left. Or the left, I would say the left, because they get to hear some of what they hear from the like the Denver Post and and the the Blaze and all these other things. And and then when I sat down with him and I went to lunch with him, I said, "Ask me anything." And so he did, and I gave him a bunch of stuff. And I was like, "Hey, let me show you some stuff that that I've been able to be a part of." And uh, so we became friends, and we we talk every little bit. And he sent me a text message saying, "Hey, look, I'm I'm starting to see more and more what you're saying." Started researching coronavirus to start with. Um, because his um, father-in-law passed away of coronavirus. And, he's, he, and he blamed it on the unvaccinated. And so they're trying to create this division inside of our society, but as I'm talking to him, he's becoming more sensible into the idea that over here are the radical terrorists. Most of them are, are leftists. Uh, you can throw some of the people on the right, those wings of the bird they touch, right? But, um, but he's starting to see that over here is the Americans, people that just really want life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. They want to be consti have constitutional integrity. And um, you know what you're seeing right now all over the world is that people are starting to realize that it's a facade that's put in front of them and that there are really bad people in positions of trust and authority. You know, that's not a conspiracy that are doing bad things to people in their society. And that what's happening on January 6th is a real thing. What, what Robert Malone is saying and has said about Anthony Fauci, and, and, and hopefully, Mr. Producer, if we could find that, that clip, I know it was uh, on my Telegram channel, he said, uh, Anthony Fauci is a liar. He's always been a liar. For, for decades, we've scratched our head and just shook our head that Anthony Fauci is a liar. And now, me and my peers, because most people that are doctors agree with Dr. Malone, most are standing up and saying, enough of Anthony Fauci, because he's nothing but a lying piece of trash. And now the radical leftists are having to deal with doctors who are sensible people that literally just want what's best for the American people that are selflessly acting, standing up. And so you're seeing a convergence. You saw this kind of break. And I did it too. I contributed to it. I said the Democrats were X, Y, and Z. And I told, I told my friends I would not use those words anymore to describe them because I think it's a radical element. I think that the CNN people, they're a part of a little group of people that are just evil and hang out with each other. It's like a little clique in a high school. The drama in that group is high. They like to pick on people. They were the, they were the kids, by the way, that I don't know, they, they got pushed into lockers. Maybe they got picked on when they were in, in high school and college. Maybe. I don't know. But all I know is the sickness in them is, is spreading like cancer, and that radicalism that is happening is why they're trying to take over education so they can remove sensibility. But... 
we, we have an element problem of our, of our deal where over here is the radicals and over here is the Americans. And no matter what they do, I think that their convergence is coming back. We're coming back to this place where they're recognizing that, hey, are you an American? I'm an American. I think you nailed it when you said they were the ones that got picked on, right? Yeah. They've, they've just repainted the car and they're marketing uh, anger and vengefulness as virtue. And that's why, that's yeah. why you know, you have polars of, of, of an extreme, but that those people are disguising hatred and vitriol and, and rage as virtue because they, they're justifying it to themselves. They should just go see therapists. That'd solve a lot well, of the problems. Well, I think therapists are part of the problem, right? Because therapists like to mess with people as well. But I think we have to start looking at just, just concentrating in and, and focusing in on, you know, what is the problem? And the problem comes back to stolen elections have consequences. Now, let's move from what we saw in Australia. want to speak about stolen elections. You should see what happened in New York. You see with a new DA that's coming in? Oh, yeah. So All right. We're going we're gonna to shift a little bit, but it, it gets back to the bigger picture that uh, there's this strange disconnect that some of the most advanced countries in the world, uh, in, in terms of just what citizens have at their disposal, like the United States, uh, to look at the programming that has affected them, whereas places like Kazakhstan, the people, there is no in-between. They're in the streets already. They're enacting change, yet... We have much more at our disposal here to enact change, and no one's doing anything. They're, yeah. they're, the, the, sheep, the sheep are in the corral. So uh, New York actually just brought in— I, uh, Just real quick, Joe, I got the Malone video from your Telegram. You do? All right. So we're going we're gonna to play this—I think it's nine minutes. So did you get to the part where, where it, uh, he plays that part? Let, let's, let's hold off on that for a minute because we're in New York— um, I'd like to go to B8 if we can. That's the cut of the New York City crime um, that's happening in New York City. And it will, then we'll talk about the response on the DA to all of this rising in crime. It's quiet here at the West 96th and Broadway subway station, but it was a wild scene just a few hours ago. Police say at around 2 a.m., a man in his 40s slashed two women in their early 20s on board a northbound two train. Both women were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say they have a man in custody. But this is just the latest case of violence underground. In fact, just last night, there was an eerily similar case not too far from here. Police this morning are searching for the person day. who turned this yeah. Harlem platform to a crime scene. Video from the Citizen app shows a man, his arm blood-soaked, waiting for medical attention moments after he and another man were slashed by a third. It happened at the Harlem 2-3 stop at 110th and Lenox last night. Police believe one man brushed off a request from the suspect for a swipe through the turnstile. And when someone else did, the suspect attacked the man who hadn't with a knife. Waving the weapon so wildly, he also slashed the man who did help. Police say both men right, were hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. See, so even the guy that helped him get through got stabbed in the process. I mean, this happens every day. In New York, it's the, the, the thing now is just to stab someone everywhere on the, the trains. The, the, the violent crime is out of control. Well, and this is not me reciting headlines. This is me with friends and family still in New York. And it, it, it has turned into something out of Clockwork Orange, like ultraviolence from okay, Clockwork Orange. But, but we should talk about this in an open forum so you guys understand what we're, what we're, what we're up against. Right? Let me, t let me tell you what we're up against. Are you ready? Really simply, Democrats are saying that Republicans, meaning you, me, are, we're the problem. Mm -hmm. 
Please tell me where the conservatives are anywhere in New York City. Uh, Staten Island and uh, the south, south okay. part of Brooklyn. All right. But 90% of the people that voted in New York vote for Democrats. So they say. Right. So they say. So they say. Now, we saw in the mayoral race that they actually screwed up. And there was 100,000 votes that showed up in a system somewhere that were supposed to be test ballot votes, votes that just happened to go into the election. And here's what happens, is that the systems, the machines, are actually designed to defraud the American people, that your voice doesn't count. They want to give you the mirage that your voice counts, but it doesn't. And so what they do is they use these machines in order to basically fraudulent, put fraudulent votes in. And with that many people going through, it's easy to steal elections. And so you, they elected this DA. Which, which is what they just did. Yeah, and, and, and the and mayor and the DA. So uh, the, the Republican candidate, uh, Kenneth, yeah, got less than twenty percent of the vote for DA. People, people overlook how you know you you've talked about Soros a lot, but people overlook how these people that they're, they're elected like politicians are, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. quiet, it's behind the scenes, and there there's tons of money. I mean, even the guy that you know handled my prosecution, they they get campaigned like politicians. Yeah, and th these are people to establish justice. So New York has experienced a ridiculous surge in crime all across the border or all across the board, 72% violent crimes increase year over year for the past two years. They're just ridiculous numbers. Yet somehow, 80% of people supposedly voted for a new DA, this guy Bragg, whatever his first name is, I don't know. But Bragg just got appointed, and his stance is, unless you murder or rape someone, it's up, it, it, unless you murder or rape someone, you are uh, to be released. There's uh, no carceral uh, punishment. So you no. get put right back out on the street. It's so bad that they're actually advertising. They're advertising that if you don't murder or rape anyone, right, you're going to be let free. I have the bill that, or not the bill, but what he sent to his staff. So this came out January 3rd, and it was titled under Achieving Fairness and Safety. Stop for a second. Achieving fairness and safety. So they're going to let criminals go on the street. Who's it safe for? I just want you to understand what's happening. While we have a 20% reduction in incarcerated people because of the pandemic, and you're putting those people on the street, you're actually creating chaos. You're creating a, 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 a massive amount of fear, and you're creating victims of the people that are the taxpayers. Am amid that, the surge in some of these areas, 30% 30, 30 across the country, 40% across the country. But in places like New York, the surge is nearly 100 to 150%. Go ahead and read this. Focus on accountability, not sentence length. Is sentence length, is, is that not supposed to encourage accountability? Right. If I, if I take your hand off with a machete, Joe, if, you know, what, what, what aspect are you going to hit me with when it comes to accountability? What are you going to do? Well, I think that the, the, they try to do it monetarily, but you, they're, what they're saying is, hey, we can put $2,000, $3,000 fines. Well, if you're assaulting people, where are you going to get the two, $3,000? You're not. So you're not going to pay that either. You're going to go back on the street, and you're going to And if you don't have to put bail, street. you don't have to worry about losing anything. Right. So well, let's read where it says this. It says, research is clear. Research is clear that after a certain length, longer sentences do not deter crime or result in greater community safety. I'd love to find out what they referenced in this study. Well, just finish reading that first. I'm Further, sure. because survivors and victims of crime often want more than the binary choice between incarceration and no incarceration, we will expand our use of restorative justice programming. Okay, let me what tell does you, that even let, mean? Let, let me tell you what restorative, restorative justice programming is. Let me tell you what it is. 
It's chaos on the average everyday citizens to be afraid to go on the street. See, I assumed it's probably them just saying, hey, look, you know, we understand you robbed Dolce & Gabbana. Uh, you took $50,000. We arrested you. We processed you. We let you out immediately. We didn't charge you bail. So because you stole, uh, and it's up to the judgment and jurisdiction of the, the DA's office to make the determination case by case, uh, Joe, please, here's $10,000 of taxpayer money to encourage you not to steal in the future again. Yeah. So just to yeah. facilitate and invest yeah. in criminal behavior at our yeah. expense. So, so but, but here's what's happening in New York City. And I have friends that are you know, pretty well off, live on you know, uh, Fifth Avenue, very, very well off, that are saying, Joe, we're leaving. We're leaving New York City. And it's a great exodus that's happening in New York City. And people are being adversely affected. What they didn't talk about, the two women that were slashed, and I saw a little bit of a write-up on that, they were slashed on their face, their chest, their legs. It was, a, it was basically a beating of mass proportion. There was a girl I know from New York that was walking actually right in that neighborhood. No, it's like 96th Street and First Avenue. Uh, she was walking home to her apartment and she got jumped and bludgeoned in the head with a hammer by two people. They yeah. later find out that the person that was swinging the hammer was a 14-year-old girl. With her dad. With her dad. With her dad. And so had, had it not been yeah. the 14-year-old swinging the hammer, the guy... It would you know be attempted murder, right? But it's child, and so and one of the one of the components in in this uh, note that he sent out to his new office is to reduce the presence of uh, youth criminals in adult court. Well, if a youth criminal commits a crime that's worthy of being defined as an adult crime, then they should suffer the consequences. But no, let's yeah. make it easier for them. Let's actually start them younger. Let's encourage them younger. Terrifying. Well, and the, the disproportionate nature of this is also evident. So if you're white and you're caught with a crime, they will throw the book at you. So because they're trying to even out those that are in prison in races. So they have a, a few things that are effective immediately that charging uh, you, you, you cannot get arrested for. So marijuana misdemeanors, the act of refusing to pay the fare for public transportation under theft of services, trespass. Trespass, so uh, accompanies any charge of stalking in the fourth degree under, or is approved, so, so even stalking, trespass and stalking. You show up to someone's house that, you know, has made reports that you're not supposed to be there, you don't get arrested. They just say, you know, please go stand on the other side of the street. Aggravated unlicensed operation, I mean, that's not too bad. Any violation, traffic infraction, or other non-criminal <laughs> offenses not accompanied by a misdemeanor or felony, resisting arrest. Here's a good one. You're like this, Joe. Obstructing government governmental administration in the second degree so someone you know is getting arrested by the cops you start throwing drinks at the cops that are arresting them they can't touch you effective immediately i want to ask the question and this is a good question ready where tell me where show me where the conservatives are T show me where the people that in our normal law-abiding communities tell me where they are I mean, oh. New York has always been a liberal hellhole, and now, now, now the consequences are, are, are manifesting to a degree that, not, like you said, your friends are leaving. Uh, New York was top five states in the country that they fled to uh, red states. Don't come to North Carolina. Don't come to my place. I've seen a lot of your Northeastern license plates around my place. Stay away. Just my friendly word of advice. Here's well, a good one. Prostitution. So prostitution is now legal. 
in New York, in New because York City. Because sex trafficking is something. Oh, we uh, what, the whole, all of TikTok over the past two years has started, you know, prepping people to make that commonplace. So prostitution. These are the days of the '70s and '80s. Where my dad, when he was in New York in the '70s, said he uh, Times Square used to be nothing more than uh, uh, adult venues, and it was a horrible place. It was drug central, and my dad would get flagged at the top of uh, Times Square. And women would say, hey, could you walk me through Times Square? Because of, of the, just the amount of crime, uh, rape, murder, drug abuse that was taking place there. And that got cleaned up, and it took almost half a century to do so. And well, so now, here we go. Clear right, it up again. Right back into it. Let's, let's actually put a picture up. and Let's put up image number B7, if we could, please. You want to know who's actually funding? He threw a million dollars behind his campaign. Million dollars. This is the person that put a million dollars behind the district attorney's office in Manhattan. This is the guy. His name is George Soros. Guys, listen to me. Go ahead and take it down. We, we actually have a, a, an interview with the, the incoming guy. We're going to play that. Let's play it. Let's play the uh, Let's play... B5. B5. I was walking with a friend uh, and uh, three uh, officers in an unmarked car, three white men, came armed, a, a gun inches from my head, imploring me to give them the drugs. Alvin Bragg still carries the pain and humiliation of his first encounter with police more than 30 years ago. They realized I'd done nothing wrong. That was my very first uh, interaction with the police. I went home to my parents and I was ready to crawl into the bed. And they said, no, we, you know, we, 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 we fight. And he's been fighting ever since. Now, this Harvard-educated lawyer from Harlem is on track to become the next Manhattan district attorney. If elected in November, Bragg, a former federal prosecutor, would be the first non-white man to be elected to the top job. I think it's important in that symbolic way, but also in a very substantive way. But be the first black Manhattan district attorney, uh, but also be first, I think, in, in lots of other ways that really are reflect people's experiences. He's running as a reformer, a main focus, fighting wrongful convictions. You ever ask yourself how many innocent people are locked up in the city? Yes, I have. And that issue is one that's never far from me. Like many cities, the Manhattan DA's office has a conviction integrity unit to investigate claims of innocence. But Bragg argues it and many like it around the country are ineffective. He plans on changing that. If you're sitting watching this in, in a prison somewhere and you're an innocent person, what hope should you take from that? I think you should know that we're going to be looking at these matters anew uh, with a fresh eye and mindful of the shortcomings of our system. In addition to reform, the city will be watching as he tackles rising crime. And should Bragg so win November's general election, he will inherit something else. Tackles rising crime. He just gave them free and clear to advance every crime that's not rape and murder. But with the whole prostitution thing, now you've opened up uh, the gates for, uh, to make it a lot easier to commit sexual crimes or anything related to that. There's a bunch of other fun stuff in here as well, Joe. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't get a chance to read the um, memo, but keep in mind that this is on the, the heels of the new year and police are retiring at a rate that's never been seen before. And this was all coordinated. We also know what else is gonna be coordinated. On January 17th, 
there is a coordinated effort that they're trying to do under the radar to bring a spontaneous event to Washington, D.C. Guys, listen to me. You're going to see this happen on January 17th, Martin Luther King's uh, birthday, uh, Martin Luther King Day, literally, literally January 17th. They're going to have a spontaneous, spontaneous event to push H.R. 1, which again gets back to the root of our problem is that we've allowed people like George Soros and others to adversely affect elections. We've allowed foreigners to come into our country and buy elections. George Soros is a foreigner. George Soros is literally taking money overseas, pushing it into different elections here, and he is stealing elections in our country. He is a foreigner. He's not an American, and he doesn't care about American values. And he's made billions destroying American values and making victims of Americans. Another thing that Tucker Carlson talked about yesterday that I thought was interesting is he talked about the spike in population in the United States from foreign-born individuals and that the identity of the United States is in question now. When we talk about civil wars and how they're created and how they've started across the globe for centuries, most often it came from people coming into and infiltrating different countries around the world. And that is really what is happening in the United States. Texas has taken a stand right now to seal up their border. They've, they've passed a bill for a couple billion dollars to make sure that they can make sure that the border wall on their, on their state is actually sealed up. But you have California, you, you have New Mexico, you have Arizona. We have other areas that are open and free-for-alls for illegals. And when it comes down to how do we stop the lawlessness from becoming law? And that was a headline on Fox News today is that they were talking about lawlessness, lawlessness, and that we, we literally are facing a lawlessness like never seen before in our country. And it doesn't affect me yet. You want to know why? Because I don't live in a Democrat-controlled Democrat hellhole. I live in a Republican conservative environment where the police still believe in the rule of law and that the judicial district, which is a, a DA that is elected by the people, believes in that rule of law and is locking people up for being bad. And the deterrent is you go to jail. That's the deterrent. The deterrent is not, oh, let's figure out a way to make it equal. Equity. The new word, equity. Equity is bullshit. Let's call it what it is. It's bullshit. Equity means that everyone equally will suck and we will make victims of Americans. And it will systematically, at some point, affect someone or someone you love. Just like the COVID scam that they put on us. Now, I'm not saying that COVID's not real. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we had prophylactics could have saved hundreds of thousands of people. And these pieces of trash on the radical left came in and hindered and stopped that from happening because they wanted to make sure that this money went back to pharma. Ladies and gentlemen, 52% of every dollar you spend goes to the government. That means you are a slave six months out of the year. You don't own your house. You don't own your car. And I'm sorry to give you this lack of hope, but it should push you to where we have a Kazakhstanian moment. I'm not saying that we burn buildings, but I'm saying that we take back our government because in the United States, when lawlessness becomes law, you have an obligation. You don't have a right. You have an obligation to stand up and push these people out. And I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I care if you're an American. And most Americans would agree, except left in a room without mainstream media or big tech, most of them would agree that, frankly, government sucks. The people in government are evil, terrible people. 
and they don't do any good for the American people. When you let crime affect our country the way it's affected our country, the only thing that I could say for sensible Democrats and people that are left-leaning, the only thing that I can say to you is go buy a gun. Go buy a gun, get your concealed carry, gather some ammunition, and get ready for the crime surge. And then when people come after your crime surge, you already know that the DA is telling you. I'm telling you what to do in New York City. I'm telling you what to do. If they're going to slash you, if they're going to act illegally, by the way, it's illegal to carry a, a knife in New York City. It's illegal. No, they actually made it legal now. Oh, it's legal now. It's legal now. So outside of, uh, so uh, they've also in, uh, instituted a 20-year cap, 20-year max cap on, on sentencing. So the worst of worst crimes, right, you get put away for 20 years at most. So imagine the, the moderate crimes. You get nothing. So they've, they've opened up the floodgates. All I heard from that interview is, yeah, I'm a black guy. That's it. Great. Great. There are a lot of qualified people to be the first black anything. Great. But that's it. The only, the only thing the guy's harping on is, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's important because I'm the first black guy. Great. Go find a qualified one. Not a guy that's going to do the complete opposite as to what he's supposed to be doing. Okay, so I want to point something else out. You can terrorize someone... You can terrorize someone in New York City. You can trespass. You can stalk them. You can do all of those things and not go to jail. But if you're a January 6th prisoner, you can be locked in a hole and beaten and abused by prisoners who are not Americans. I want to show you, I want to show you what's happening in this country. So when you decide to get in the gap, when you decide to get in the density that was required of the American people, when you, just, when you decide to get there, you know why you got there. Democrat, Republican, you know, we did a survey of FEC just making calls to people saying, hey, what's your political affiliation? The number of Democrats that are part of FEC United is staggering, staggering. We're going to take a quick, I'm going to take a quick cut here if I can and just go back to our uh, sponsors. This sponsor is going to be Air Medicare Network. So everyone wants to make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency no matter what the cost. And actually today you're, you're, you're probably going to need it more than ever because just of the, the, the amount of bad things that they're allowing criminals to do. But even if tragedy strikes and it's an accident, um, you want to make sure that if you have to be medically transported in a medical flight, that you don't have to deal with high deductibles or co-pays or even costs that aren't covered. So that's why AMCN is so important. If an emergency arises, you won't get a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, the membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year, the entire household. Um, so now as a listener to the show, you can get a $50 Visa gift card. It does also say an Amazon gift card. Please don't get that. We don't want to support anything to do with Amazon. Uh, but if you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily, um, you can save and get a, a, a gift card as well. Uh, it's fire insurance. It's like the, it's like the shark that's, that's okay. Oh, we, and we'll do that in a couple minutes. So we'll do the, we'll do the sponsorship for uh, my pillow here in a few minutes as well. You want to do the Malone? What's that? The Malone video? Yeah, I do. Let's let's go to the Malone video if we can for a minute. Before we roll into that, uh, one other thing is all of Chicago is going back to at-home learning. We talked about this happening in New York. They're prepping the stage for the midterm elections to make the riots of 2020 <laughs> and 2022 and the crime wave of the past two years look like child's play. That's their insurance policy. Hey, it's not an insurance policy because I'm going to tell you what. The election machines need to go. 
and the American people need to stand on one line and let these criminal pieces of trash sit on the other. Stop paying attention to them. Stop turning the TV on CNN. Stop picking up the newspaper or going to these rag magazines. Somebody sent a little post of this piece of trash Antifa journalist, right? Or the piece of trash Antifa journalist down in the Springs called Sean Beetle, Sean Heidi Beetle, the man that dresses up as a woman. That's what it is. It is. Right? That they want to. They, I don't go to them. I mean, they, they write these stupid stories because no, I'm a I'm a click magnet for the radical left. And you'd think if they were real journalists. They'd give us a call. Do you, want, do you want an interview? Do you want input? Do you want to come on the show? Yeah. Because you won't. Because you're a coward. You're a fraud. You're not a journalist. You're a propagandist. So take the invite. Come on the show. But you won't. I don't think they why, will. Why do I want Cousin It on the show? Well, I don't want Cousin It on the we, show. We can, it, why, why would he, I have Cousin can, It? He why, can, he why can dial I, in. Here, listen he can to me. dial in. He can dial yeah, in. Listen, why, would, need to do why video. would I give Radical anything a platform? They're trash. These are the evil of our society. I have no interest. I have no interest. Now, I will have what I did with the roundtable of seven uh, uh, left Democrats, right? I had a roundtable with them. I still talk to them. It's funny how you, you have those conversations with people, and they're like, man, this guy. All right, well, I would just want to hear their insanity yeah. because they can't actually bring but it to the table. They don't have insanity. They have propaganda. Right. That's no, what no, they are. No, but, but I want them to explain it because they can and they won't. But they and don't if they do, they don't they'll explain. fail so terribly. It will be one of our highly viewed videos. That's why I say so. Yeah. Well, I'll let, I'll let you deal with it. Fine. I'll let you deal with it. I'm, I, I don't want to deal with it. And I certainly am not going to have them on the show. I'm not going to have any leftist piece of trash on the show. I'm just not. Now, with that said, the radical left I have no interest in. If you're, if you're left and you want to have a conversation about sensibility, I'm more than willing to do that. Okay. All right. I don't need to deal with that right now. I, I really don't need to deal with that right now. Okay, I'm on there. Look at Slack. Guys, I can't worry about people's comments on there. I can't. I was just setting this up so we had it for the future. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. So, guys, I already know that we got some spam on my Telegram channel. Sorry, Doyle. I, I appreciate that. I will get it fixed. I've been trying to get all the spam fixed, but it just, it's nonstop. If you stay off the comment section, there's no spam. It's just things that I push out there. If you make comments, you're going to have to deal a little bit with the spam because it becomes nearly impossible to get rid of it. And I have administrators, and some of those administrators are, are blocking people that are normal people. So, I've just got to figure out a better way to do it, which I'm trying to do right now. Let's, let's play a little bit of this Malone video, if we can, please. That were basically warned by employers not to cite it. And now we have Dr. Fauci still clinging to this myth that somehow cloth masks work against COVID. Watch this. Are cotton and surgical masks effective at preventing the spread of Omicron? Yeah. When the CDC says they are effective, in fact, they are. Dr. Malone, that's a lie. Is that not true? Yes, it's a, I mean, it's Tony. Uh, I, what can I say? Tony has no integrity. He lies all the time. And I've, me and my peers have, have been watching this for decades. We just shrug our shoulders and shake our heads and say it's Fauci. Now, an N95 mask that's tightly fitted to the surgeon's face. Hey, stop that for a minute. Health provider's face. Stop that face. for a minute. Stop that for a minute. We're going to go back to that in a second so we can play a little bit more of that. But listen, this is Malone, Dr. Malone, saying that my peers and I for decades have been shaking their head and saying that's just Anthony Fauci. He has no integrity and he's nothing but a liar. What is the radical left? What is the radical left? 
Liars. Liars. Mr. Producer, we're going to play a little bit more of that video, and then I'm going to put a video up in here, if you would, and I'm going to go back to the liar of 1982 or 83, I think. I'll find it as I'm going through it, where Anthony Fauci says that you can basically look at each other and you can contract AIDS from being in the same household. So let's just play a little bit more of this uh, Dr. Malone's video, please. Tightly fitted to the surgeon's face or the health provider's face, a very tightly fitted mask, that can prevent transmission of viruses, correct? But who can wear a tightly fitted medical grade mask? Certainly not a two-year-old on a flight, correct? Yes, and the thing is with Omicron, it has a reproductive coefficient. Now that's fancy medical epidemiology talk, but it has a reproductive coefficient, which is a measure of infectiveness that's in the range of measles. It's in the seven to 10 range. We're all gonna get infected. Uh, probably the only ones that won't have um, some degree of symptoms from this in the United States are going to be the ones that have natural immunity. And uh, still a fraction of those are going to get infected. Well, Dr. Malone, I'm glad you're still out there causing trouble. <laughs> and you, I, thought you ca- I thought you caused trouble on the angle when you said getting the Omicron was a Christmas gift, an early Christmas gift. That sent people going crazy, but then you even doubled down and made it worse on Rogan. So we really appreciate it. Dr. Malone, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Great to see you and happy new year. Okay. Listen, Dr. Malone is now banned. We're seeing a large shift away from Twitter. We're seeing a large shift away from Facebook. I'm telling you right now, as I'm sitting here, do not buy this meta universe crap for your kids. Don't allow them to have it. Don't participate in don't it. Don't get me started. Oh, just don't. And get in the gap, guys. Get in the gap and set aside your petty freaking differences and start having conversations. I talked on Monday about infighting and my phone has been blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, absolutely blowing up. <laughs> So I just let people have it. I'm like, listen to me. I don't care. I don't care. What I care about is truth. That's what I care about. And if I, if I have to drag people to the finish line of getting to accountability in 2022, and they are the uh, controlled opposition, I will do it. Imagine how simple Metaverse will make child sex trafficking. Oh, my gosh. How about the fact that you could just drop porn in and the only person that could see it is the person that's in it? Well, I don't know what my kids are doing. I bought them the VR set and uh, the kids are actually, you know, running around the metaverse, meeting up with people. It's like it's like AIM Messenger was in the early 2000s. But on steroids, you get to see the person, you get to interact with the person. It's real life or it's virtual real life. Imagine that. Imagine what as as they start lessening all these standards across the country for prostitution and everything. Imagine the. I, I thought my time frame of, of when I grew up, when I was a child, that I at least got a split part of the 90s with uh, digital versus analog, right? You know, we had cassette tapes, and VHS tapes. But now, an entire generation yeah. raised in a, f- in, a, in a fake reality. Yeah, so let me, let me point this out because um, Jurasam says, Dr. Malone is talking about 16,000 doctors and professionals, but one guy is right and 16,000 are wrong. This, they're, they're not wrong. Dr. Fauci is going against Anthony Fauci, s- fork being a doctor. He's not a doctor. And by the way, tell me, tell me where he gets off saying the CDC, when the CDCs are backtracking on everything as well. They're backtracking on it, but he gets up and he lies. 
But, well, this is what they, this is their their tactic. They can, they constantly do this, and they've been doing this for decades. And what pharma does is they fund all of these studies. They throw all these things to uh, you know in research grants to universities and yeah. hospitals and everything. And yeah. it's kind of, and then you know this ton in cheek. Okay, well, yeah, we'd love uh, we'd love to keep giving you this funding, but I don't know if your uh, if your results are gonna not be useful to our company or help our bottom line. Then I don't really know. And so the, then you have all those people putting out these biased uh, studies where they purposely manipulate them and they do them, you know, to secure the funding. Uh, and then a lot of them are just complete BS studies that they make up, uh, and it's live from the start. And, and you'll so have, then they you'll have say, 500 studies that go one direction, and one study goes the other direction, and they'll follow the one study because they developed it. Well, and well, what they're purposely doing, too, is they, they suppress all the other things. Any of the actual studies that go against the narrative, they immediately blackball them. They did this to Andrew Wakefield and, and many others that we've seen now. Uh, but they create all this mass number of studies, and then they use the term scientific consensus is. And they can technically say it because they flood the the literature with all this garbage. Yeah. And then they say, "Oh, look! Look at all this! Look at all this evidence!" And it's all it's all a lie. Yeah. And and the fact that it's a lie, and the fact that it keeps unraveling on them, even while basement dwelling Biden gets up and says, "It's the unvaccinated." He he looks like I I can't even explain it to you. Let me let me try to do an impression. Come on, people. No more you senile. Get, hold more on. senile. You gotta go get vaccinated. You gotta go get vaccinated. Look, if you're the unvaxxed, hey, you know what, buddy? You're you're hurting me. Come on, man. You're hurting the vaccinated people. While all of the studies show that that's not the case. And by the way, the dumbest guy in Washington has always been Joe Biden. Always. Almost 15 years ago, 15 years ago, let's see, nine, 10. Yeah, 15 years ago, I was in DC in a meeting and somebody said, Joe Biden. And they said, because he was the vice president. And they go, and they just shook their heads. And it's an like ongoing joke with everyone how stupid of a man he is. That he's actually really, really stupid. Like dumb. Like dumber than a rock. So is it, is it any, now he has, he's senile. He's got his wife running around, dragging him around from arm to arm. He barely knows where he is. He wears a mask so tight to his face that it creates this little mask environment. It, well, the family, the whole family is trash, you know. Whole family. You, 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 but they it's all the by, are. It's the byproduct. It's organized crime. It's the byproduct of a gluttonous, greedy criminal. You know, the whole family, whether it's leaving the laptop at all of the dealings, everything, yeah. just blatant abuses of power. And then now he's losing his mind. So it's 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 quite the combination to see. And I mean, I I don't even want to say it on here, but his his wife looks. Uh, never mind. She's dumb too. They're all dumb. They they have to have dumb people in the radical left because they have to be controlled by very evil people, like George Soros. And look, I'm under no I'm under no <laughs> I'm under no illusion that me personally, that me speaking up the way that I speak up, I have to keep one eye open all the time. I have to be careful who I get next to. Yeah, the radical left's going to say, ah, anthrax attack, that's bullshit. It's not. It's not. And it may not be anthrax, but it was a derivative. And Mr. Producer, you were with me in the green room, correct? Yeah. And you got better, and then you stopped taking doxycycline, and what happened? I immediately got worse, and like very, very worse. And what are you on right now? Doxycycline. And how do you feel? I feel a lot better. <laughs> All right. So people, listen, th this is a real thing. And again, let's take away the sensibility. They want to crack jokes because they don't want you to see the truth. 
I said, let me just tell you the truth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the I'm going to be the truth bomber. But before I do that, this show is brought to you by my pillow. And if you go to my pillow and he has uh, pillow, he now has beds, which are really awesome. Really? He has pillows. He has mattress or excuse me. He has mattress pads. He has sheets. He has um, slippers. He's got robes. The robes are unbelievable. He'll talk about his towels. The towels are ridiculous because they actually soak up water. They're not the ones where it just rolls off you. You ever try to dry with a towel that can't dry you? It's crazy. It just moves the water around the garbage bag. (laughs) It's It's kind of like that. So if you go to MyPillow and uh, save up to 66%, it's actually more than that. You can save up to like 70 or 75% on some things because they have a special right now on sheets, um, is uh, on towels, sorry. Uh, you can go use CD21, that's Charlie David 21, and save up to, I think it's 70% or so on there. And support MyPillow and support Mike Lindell. So that um, we, we, I want to play this video again because I said I would. I'm going to go backwards a little bit. But I want to play the video of Anthony Fauci back in 1984, I believe. And this is him lying about the AIDS epidemic back when um, he was just as psychopathic and sociopathic as he is today. We may be starting to see, as we're seeing virtually as the months go by, other groups that can be involved. And, and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. When you say other close contact, give me some examples. Well, for example, if, if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individual who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS or at risk of AIDS who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle, but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relationships. Just normal interpersonal relationships, just being in the same room, you're going to catch AIDS. I mean, think about, think about how, how much panic he created way back four decades ago. Just, just think about that. Just think about what these people have literally instilled in our society for four decades. Four decades, people. Four decades, you have someone like Anthony Fauci lying through their fat little face. Fear sells. People, stop, people need to stop buying it, though. We have got to get to the place where we get accountability. So he, here's what I'm going to announce to you guys. I am going to be going across the country talking about truth. There's going to be a couple of people that are actually going to be joining me. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to only do it in one city once a week. So I'll hit hopefully 50 cities over the next year, 40, 45, I think. It's not going to start till February. 45 cities. And I will literally be going around the country talking about truth. I'll be talking about what I talk about on this show. We will publish it on the show, so we'll have a, a traveling deal that talks about it. We're going to talk about FEC United. We're going to do everything we can to talk about what's happening across the country, and we're going to talk about election integrity and what's happening in the systems. And I'm going to bring other people with me that are experts in each one of those city stops. So I'm going to need your help across the country in order to do this. We're going to need people that are willing to get a venue, um, you know, probably someone, something that will hold three to 4,000. My guess is it will have to be churches. It will not be free. It will not be free. And I will not get paid to do it, but money will go into FEC United so we can actually start strengthening what we do across the nation. Listen, I'm committed to helping us get to a place of sensibility. I'm committed to getting us to a place where we start talking about truth. I'm under constant attack. Oh, and the other thing is is that the the radical left is, is so afraid of truth 
that they're just going to ridicule and try to create as much chaos as possible. So we're going to do this. We're going to go across the entire country. We're going to start talking about truth. We're going to align with people. You know, th there is some alignment that's going to happen with people like Dr. Shiva. I think Dr. Shiva is absolutely brilliant. Perspective. All right, It'll so show the world perspective. So, yeah, and it will show the world perspective. But, but more, more than showing people perspective, more than showing perspective, it'll show truth, and it'll show the fact that you're, you have a powerful voice. Look, 70 million people voted for President Trump. 70 million people. Se sorry, 74 million people voted for President Trump. It was probably more. 20 million or 30 million voted for Biden. Let's, let's be honest about the numbers. There aren't that many stupid Americans that are out there. There aren't. But 70 million people feel the same way you do. So you thinking you're not talking is just giving them permission to bully you and put you in a position where you can't talk. And if you don't think that that's actually happening, if you don't think that's actually happening, I can't help you. So I'm going to be in search of a couple of things. I'm going to be in search of organizations and companies that want to stand behind American values. I am having conversations with companies across the country. I, you know, I sent out an email to the guys at uh, Truth Social to uh, the, the uh, uh, Trump company. Uh, and I haven't heard back yet with that, but I'm like, listen, you guys are building an app and that's great, but that's not the way it starts. That's the way you finish it. That's just another place to get on. And by the way, everyone's split. You got Getter and Parler, and Parler was great, by the way. Everyone was gravitating towards it. And what did big tech do? What did Apple do? Wrecked them. What did, what did, and what did they do systematically? See, racket, racketeering is a big thing. It's a big thing. The, the RICO Act is there for a reason, and this is what they all do collectively. And so are antitrust laws. No one's used those. But you can't because the judiciary is compromised. And what I say is when the lawlessness becomes law, then what happens in Kazakhstan is going to happen here in the United States. You just have to get behind it. I'm going to get behind it. I'm going to spend all my time getting behind it. And I'm going to do everything I can to bring you truth. Look, you can, you can say whatever you want. Coomer can sue me till the end of the day. I don't care. I don't care. What I care about is truth. That's all I care about is truth. I care about accountability and I care about you, fellow Americans. That's what I care about. I care about my kids and grandkids and future generations having the same opportunity. And I care about the value and the ethical nature of our country not being sacrificed by these radical leftists who want to own everything. We must stand together and build an entire environment of truth. And it's easy to do. It's easy to do. But you start by doing this. If you're in a Democrat-controlled environment and you are listening, go buy a gun and go buy some ammo. Get your concealed carry permit. Make sure you study your laws. And when someone comes at you and you're in fear for your life, remember these two things. One, killing another human being will change you forever unless you are a sociopath. It will absolutely change you. So make sure that you're in fear for your life before you do something. But become well-trained Go get trained on the weapons that you use. Make sure that you have ammunition in your house. Make sure that your children, make sure it's locked up. But prepare. Prepare. Prepare with food. Prepare with, with things to protect your family. Start looking at ways that you can protect your household. Because this lawlessness is going to require that average everyday Americans come to the street and tell the police and tell those, those, those people that want to stand against American values that you have to make a choice. You're either on the communist, socialist, Antifa, 
uh, terrorist side or you're on the American side, you make a choice. And, and by, the, by the way, it's no longer acceptable to say, I'm just doing my job. Just doing your job is protecting our society, not showing up to take a report after ill will has been done to people that are just trying to live their life. If you want to know how to get to the end of the, uh, the rainbow, it's really easy. We solve the problem, not the symptom of the problem. Crime is a symptom of the people that were selected, not elected. We are in a society where it's a mirage. They want you to believe that you're actually living a life that, that is, it's all, it's all, we're deteriorating. We are not deteriorating as a society, people. They're deteriorating. When the FBI lets a child sex trafficker or child sex predator go for 17 months, you do not have accountability inside of our government any, anymore. You don't have it. We are living in lawlessness. And when a DA comes out and says that we're no longer going to do sentences and you can just run amok on everything, it's now up to you. But it's up to you to stand also together. You have to get with your neighbors. I don't care. You go to your neighbor and say, hey, look, I know you're a Democrat. But if a guy comes out here and starts slashing you, guess what, bro? Shoulder to shoulder, what they do to you, they do to me. You just call me. I'll be right there. You start setting the stage for making sure that you protect those people that are in your community. And when they say, oh, yeah, but you, you like Trump, say, yep. And if you don't like Trump, say, no, I don't. Or I'd just say, it doesn't matter if I like Trump. Trump doesn't go to work with me. Trump doesn't take my kids to school. Trump doesn't teach my kids critical race theory. Neither does that basement-dwelling Biden. So I don't care about any of that. I care about American values. I care about the people in my community. That's what I care about. And by the way, not a hard concept. And here's what they'll say to you. Okay, I can get behind that. But I'm pro-choice. I'm pro say, so what? I'm pro-life. I'm going to fight for pro-life. I'm going to stand by pro-life. I'm going to stand by the idea that abortion is bad and that it's killed more black babies than it has been born since Roe versus Wade was actually enacted. But, but it's okay. I accept you where you are, not where I want you to be. That is not the thing that is going to separate and, and fix our society. What is going to fix our society is American values. And American values is based on the concept of inputting God into our community and watching all these satanic pieces of trash get thrown to the corner. South side of heaven, get there. If you're on the north side of the, of the island, get to the south side so we can tip this island over and knock off all the pieces of crap that are trying to destroy who we are as a nation. And by the way, accountability is the way you stop it all. And which is why I say 2022, 2022 is the year of accountability. It's a year of accountability. I'm going to stand up. And look, I already know that the FBI and CIA and all these pieces of trash watch this. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe if you're a part of the FBI, if you're a part of the CIA, if you're part of these different organizations, maybe you'll learn this. Maybe you'll learn this. Maybe you'll learn that your conscience is more important and that your family is more important and that there is no, there's no light at the end of the tunnel if you pursue communist, socialist environments. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no light. There's only darkness and despair and death for the people around you while the select few eat off the corpses and laugh at us as if they're watching a gladiatorial contest. Yeah. What do you got? I'd say stop being the cleanup crew for a criminal enterprise and do your job. Do your job as you took the job to do. Do it for the people and do it for justice. But stop being the cleanup crew. Stop being the fixer for criminal corporate enterprises and families that have done nothing but step on the head and the back of the head of families of all Americans. Do your job. Yeah, yeah and, and, and just so you know, if you're ready for it, 
all you have to do, all you have to do is start with prayer. And I'm terrible at prayer. Just so, you, just so I'm telling everyone, I'm terrible at it. You know, I'm being authentic. I'm terrible at it. I think about God all day long. I just, I, I hate the thought that, <sighs> I hate the thought of bringing things to him and be like, I can't figure this out. Help me. And, and I don't know. I've, I've always been that way. And I'm trying. I do. I try. This is why I keep myself around pastors and other people so they can just rough off the edges of me basically wanting to kick the teeth in of evil people. I'm not perfect, guys, but I do want to kick the teeth in of, perfect, of, of, of evil people. I do, because I see the harm that they do to other people. If I were to see someone slashing someone with a, with a knife, if I were to see it, I'd make them eat it. And you would say, Joe, you're a violent person. No. No. I hate seeing people bully other people. And we live in a society today that these radical lefts get to say and do whatever they want. So screw them. Get in the gap. Go buy a gun. Protect your family. Get well trained. Make sure you, you align yourself with your neighbors. Get to know your neighbors. Walk door to door. And when you see the radical person that, as your neighbor, guys, this is where it starts. This is what we did when we were in Boulder. We start by getting together and walking side by side. They're trying to say Kazakhstan is caused by high fuel prices. No, it's not. It's called by corruption in government. And that is what we deal with in the United States, is a corrupt and morally bankrupt government. And these officials don't stand for you. They've been selected, not elected. And our election systems have to go. These machines have to go. They have to go. Dominion's got to go. ESNS has to go. Private equity owning our elections has to go. Having stuff built over and using code that's built in Serbia and having offshore uh, uh, data centers has to go. Everything is here. America first because we deserve it. We pay 52 cents on every single dollar to these pieces of trash in the government. We deserve to have peace. We deserve it. That's not entitlement. We have paid for it. And people have paid in blood to have the things that we have in this country, not to have some, some system of education that corrupts and tries to steal joy from our kids. You want to know what that looks like? Go to Russia. You people literally will stare at the street, are afraid to talk and say anything to anyone because they're afraid that they will be persecuted. It's a bullying environment. They're trying to bring it right here to your front door. Big governments have never taken care of their people. Take care of yourself and take care of your neighbors. That is what 2022 is all about. And every single, every single episode that we do, I'm going to talk about this. Every single episode, without question. Jake, I'll give you the last word. I think you said everything. I think you said everything. Guys, when you're done with this, I want you to share the, the version of the... If you could share this version of this on Rumble... Just pick it up and drop it on all your different platforms. Yeah, we're trying to get our subscriber count up on Rumble since the whole world is fleeing there. Yeah. Well, and it's not going to just be that. We also have Frank Speech and a bunch of others with the links as well. But you can share it on Frank Speech or you can Frank share it on, on Rumble. But, but share it. Share the message. There's a lot of people that need to understand they need to stand side by side with their neighbors. It takes one person. One person that starts dancing will cause another person to start dancing. One person that stands up and has courage will cause others to have courage. Courage is more infectious than fear. Our elections are stolen. They select, not elect people. They select, not elect. And by the way, the rhinos, the establishment that are divvying it up with the Democrats, yeah, th those people, they're just as bad on both sides. 
we should have the Republicans slash People's Party. So a certain segment of saying, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Republican, People's Party. Just like they have a Tea Party, just make a Republican, People's Party. And then make sure that you actually run for office and do things, but protect your family first. Protect your neighbors first. Protect your community first. Shop locally. Get away from doing business with Amazon. Stop doing business with Facebook. Get off of Twitter. Move over to Getter and other platforms. Guys, listen, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I want to watch movies. Don't. Read a book. Read the Bible. Spend some time with your family. Break bread. Get back, get back to 1776 when it's all about community. Hell, go build a bonfire in the middle of your court or your street and just ask your neighbors to come out and have a conversation. The thing that I've learned over the last couple of weeks having conversations with Democrats is that I was wrong. Democrats are not rapists and pedophiles and closet racists. They're not. But radical leftists are. And that includes rhinos. They're radical leftists too. They're obstructionists. They want to stop you from actually doing good. They want to stop you from doing good. you got to decide whether you're going to let them do it. So if you like, our, if you like this version, we're going to wrap this up. If you like this version and you uh, want to follow us, please go to Apple Podcast and download and subscribe. Leave us a good review. Um, we, uh, we also are on TuneIn, Pandora, um, Spotify. We're on a bunch of different stuff. Are, are, um, you, are you on tonight? I am on tonight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm on tonight. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene getting banned from Twitter. We're going to talk about what we're doing on Fight Back. Fight Back, by the way, is going to be in the middle of some, um, uh, some audits that are coming down the pathway. And we're trying to keep those, those audits as tight as possible and start doing symptomatic um, uh, audits, actual forensic audits across the country in different areas where, frankly, the, the, the people in those areas are like, we want to get to the bottom of it. And we've shown them mathematically what's happening, and so they're going, all right, let, let's, we got it. We got to get to the bottom of it. We're also going to cover some of the other election fraud issues that we're dealing with um, across the country, what's happening in Pennsylvania, what's happening in Wisconsin, what's happening in um, uh, Nevada, what's happening in the Maricopa Auto, which is not done. And then Thursday, we obviously are going to have uh, Professor Clements, you know, I gave, I gave Jovan the ability to talk about certain things, right? And I see that there's, there's a consternation. There, there's an, almost an, un, an unhealthy uh, reaction to me giving people an ability to speak that I don't really know how to deal with. And I, and I let, I let uh, some people have it yesterday about the, the lack of leadership. So I'm going to, you know, we're going to have this special guest on. I, I guess I'll get more information on that tonight. I'll be letting you know uh, when that happens on Thursday. I think it's going to happen Thursday at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time that we'll have that special um, showing. But as I've said before, truth is all that matters. So if somebody tells me that I can't talk about what's really happening in certain areas and talk about factual data as long as it's factual, um, I have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the person. I have a problem with the fact that you'd want you'd to suppress any information that was provided. We want to talk about substantive issues on what in elections is important, and we want to get that information in front of people like um, Brnovich in Arizona, who, by the way, has to be bipolar. Brnovich has to be bipolar because after having all the information put in front of you, and I don't agree with the nunchucks deal, and I think that he needs to take this much more seriously because this is the voice of the American people, but we have enough evidence in Maricopa County that the election should be decertified. 
and people like Karen Fan need to come to the come to the table and stop acting like they want to be politicians and stand up for the American people because they're not doing it. And the stuff we have in Mesa proves again, and the stuff we have in Antrim County proves again. And yet in Minnesota, in Michigan specifically, the GOP is just as bad as the radical left. They stand side by side. We are going to get to accountability, people, and that is what's going to happen in 2022. So stay tuned tonight at five. Go give us a positive review. Follow us on on all the different channels. And when we're done with this, take something from Rumble, if you would, or Twitch. I think you can do it on Twitch as well. And tell your friends, text Freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517, and you can get signed up for our text blast notification. Share it, and as he said, leave as many five-star reviews as possible across platforms. That's how we get our rankings up and fight back against big tech. We can always have better, Joe. Okay, well. If you're mean, not first, you're last, right? This is, yeah, this is what Max is like, oh, man, we're like number one in this state or that state. And I just want people to hear the voice that there is hope, that there is hope. All right, God bless you all. Have a good night. Day. <laughs>